0: Hey, Frank. Yes, Jenny. You know how I love you doing the truffle dog in my ear? Yes, I do. do it?
1: I did that to you without you knowing one day. Just did it in your ear and you loved it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you're the first person that that loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Because you used to do it to your kids. Yeah. And they didn't love it. Oh, well, they
1: kind of found it amusing, but they didn't love it like but you love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, really it's a form of ASMR which is what this episode's about. Um, and I
1: knew nothing about ASMR till you mentioned to me.
0: Yeah, because often you'll come home from work and I'll be like, Yeah, I think you're
1: watching porn and then I look and it's some French girl brushing her hair.
0: <laughs> brushing the viewers' hair. Uh, brushing the viewers' hands. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. I mean, so this is ASMR, right? Which is autosensory meridian response. And it's a response that some people have to very calming, intimate actions, particularly ones that involve personal attention. And for me, I remember the first time this ever happened, I was probably about six or seven in the playground. And I had a friend, Carol, who was a very kind of careful and considered person anyway we were sitting cross-legged in the playground and she was turning the pages of this book but the way she was turning them really carefully it's like each page just whispered on the page beneath it and i went into a full-on trance you got
1: hypnotized (laughs) by a seven-year-old with a book
0: it felt amazing it was just absolute calmness but i was kind of freaked out as well um i thought that's not supposed to happen but often it would happen because she'd do things like, you know, she'd, in class, she'd meticulously clean her glasses with the little rag that comes in your glasses case or, you know, just, just little things like that, little immaculate movements, folding her little white hankies. I remember in
1: primary school, the girls would so often just sit there and brush each other's hair. Oh, you'd so, s-
0: yeah, you'd sit in a, in a, like a human centipede, not a human centipede, no, a caterpillar
1: and, do each and braid
0: hair. the hair of the person in front of you.
1: Yeah, it's an
0: early form of it. Yeah, it's grooming, grooming and bonding. The it- response that people get often it's called tingling. And if you don't get tingles, there are some ASMR practitioners on YouTube who take that as a personal challenge, and they'll do these clickbaity titles to their videos saying that they're going to produce tingles even in people who've never tingles, and they have names like Olivia Kisper and Heather Feather. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen one person describe it on a forum as My stomach just has a slight drop feeling like I'm on a swing um, For me it's kind of like this inner purr Kind of a semi-stupor You're just watching someone on a beautiful set They'll look into the camera as if they're looking into your eyes They'll be doing things with their fingers at the camera So they might be pretending to do something with your hair, or your makeup They'll be talking very low, probably a whisper. Yeah, they've really figured out what kind of words and sounds are very appealing, so they'll use those a lot. And there's a real intimacy to it. Often they'll refer to you as though you're a close friend. Basically, it's this haven where everything's really nice. I'm going to describe to you the breadth of what's out there. You know my favourite Moonlight Cottage. It's a French woman called Diane who goes to huge effort with her period set dressing. She might be getting you ready for a ball, or she might be a mystic living in the woods, but she's got a really kind face, which is quite key here. You can't have a mean, pinchy face and do ASMR.
1: No. And I've seen a couple that you've had are very cheap ones where they're in their literally apartment with a white wall in the background. creepy guys
0: yeah i mean they're just probably students who are like i'm gonna try and get on this asmr train and they're just doing something really shit but anyway let me go into some of the weirdest stuff out there for you okay sometimes they have a bit of an attitude like there's the moody art student played by asmr goddess i'm gonna say sarah lavender and she wants to draw you because she does go to art school But she hates people in class Always asking to look at what she's doing So she's drawing you in private But she's kind of mean to you She <laughs> says things like I'm actually going to just correct your head a little bit Because you look really boring right now And I don't want to draw someone who looks boring
1: So you get slightly abused in this car
0: Yeah, but it's also kind of She's kind of like this diary character Do you know what I mean? That kind of affected but amusing type. Um, There's all sorts of weird stuff like someone giving you a piercing in the school bathroom. There's dead goth plays with your hair in class. There's one channel Ecuador Live which is ASMR that's based on really nurturing Ecuadorian traditions. So far these have mainly been young women but there are older women in their 50s and 60s who are really getting into it. So there's the woman who flicks through 80s fashion magazines and explains things because you weren't around then. So I think this is mainly aimed at sort of Gen Zs and younger millennials. There are, of course, overtly sexual ones. It's called ASMRotica.
1: Hey, tell me about that.
0: Well, it, I mean, you can find them on Pornhub, for instance, and it will be like, you know, binaural head job or like a super, super close-up of a cock going into a vagina or a mouth or something. And then there's a whole bunch where you're dead, like you're a dead body in a mortuary.
1: Oh, this is taking on a whole new... Um, this is taking on... <laughs> <laughs> realm. This is taking on a whole new realm.
0: And there's another one called You Are The Evidence... A forensic investigation and there's a disclaimer that says just to clarify you're not a body you're an object that is a piece of evidence so i can get very specific i
1: think i could do this
0: well you could do it and this is kind of why i'm bringing it up because you're a professional voiceover artist and we could do with the money and there is a lot of money to be made people can easily make around six grand a month through their channel um and there are all sorts of strange what are we doing of- podcasting <laughs> right? What the hell? We've got a very expensive mic. Yeah. We could be making a packet. We can start off with something personalised for me because obviously I do have the ears that are attuned for this.
1: Okay. I've got an idea. Mm. How about we do what I did for my kids for their bedtime story?
2: What's that?
1: Well, I used to tell them that they could um, put an item in each and then I'd just make up a story. You can see their faces just waiting for their, okay. their pencil or their Scissors to come in. He comes
0: up with a pencil. Well, (laughs) Luca probably he's an artist. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: He did swallow one too. He pretended it was a cigarette and sucked it into his down his larynx.
0: And did he have to go to hospital? He did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, you know I love laundry. Yeah. So we'll do something with laundry. Okay. From where we sat here in the vocal booth, we can see our beds, and I can see the box of handkerchiefs that. Okay, so that's one.
1: One is a handkerchief.
0: Ha- laundry, handkerchiefs
1: Laundry, handkerchiefs And One more
0: uh, Ben Mendelssohn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah. Wow You said
0: put your favourite things in Okay uh, uh, Can you say yes like Ben Mendelsohn
2: uh, Yes Jenny I can do that I'd love to do that Jenny With your hankies and your um, Your washing Get some washing
0: powder Don't spoil it <laughs> you <laughs> Dear, I am Mrs. Debbie Anani from Côte d'Ivoire, and it is my pleasure to contact you for a business venture, which I and my child intend to establish with you.
1: What What the hell are you doing?
0: I'm reading spam emails. You know those ones where they're like really solicitous and gentle?
1: Right. Do they sound like this, to
2: you?
0: In my head, they do. (laughs) I want to confide on you for the brighter future of my child in the hope that you can support and assist us in getting our inherited fund moved to your account. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about a phrasing that always makes me read them because they make me feel the way that ASMR videos make me feel. Right. When I was reading that, how did you feel? Well,
1: I imagined a very vulnerable young woman that needs help. So, so, it turned you on. Well, okay, slightly turned me on. (laughs) Although she does have a child. It's a bit (laughs) annoying. Yeah, right? Yeah. Why does she have to have a child?
0: (laughs) But this is what's known as unintentional ASMR. So, if you remember when I was a kid in the playground, my friend would be turning the pages of a book and I went into a trance. That's unintentional ASMR. Going into a trance at the hairdresser is unintentional ASMR. I'm sure they're used to it. Um... And like the clicking of nails on a keyboard, whatever it is. And there's even, there's a guy who teaches you to pronounce words on YouTube, which I use a lot because I, I possibly have aphasia or, or dysarthria. Disar- right? I, I can't pronounce them. But it's about not being able to pronounce thing. words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I often use his site. Here, I'll give you a go. We
1: are looking at how to pronounce the name of these country in Africa. We'll be looking at how to say more confusing country names too. Stay tuned. Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire meaning Ivory Coast. In English you can say it as Cote d'Ivoire or
0: Ivory Coast. Cote d'Ivoire. So that's Julian McKell's channel. I'm not sure how you say his name because he, he doesn't have a video to explain how you say his name.
1: I love how he sounds. I'd awesome? listen to him.
0: Yeah. So relaxing.
1: Can he teach me how to spell
0: I'm happy to keep correcting your text messages. No, thanks. Okay. There's also, you know, when you get a call from a number you don't recognize, you just let it go to voicemail, and then you get this woman speaking in Chinese. I actually really like that as well. Here, here's here's a little bit. For Chinese, please press 2. Right, so there's even a YouTube channel called Best Unintentional ASMR, and it includes things like um, there's an Irishman making the perfect sandwich. I think he's a chef. And then there's, <laughs> bizarrely, there's someone who's assembling a Swiss silenced sniper rifle. Oh. Um, and he's silent as well, so we hear is this kind of methodical... You can see his hands kind of slotting everything together. I actually have
1: watched that before. There were kids in a school doing it in Russia as part of an exercise, and it was mesmerizing. Really? Not just the visuals, but the sound as well, because mm. it was just silent, and it was just that...
0: Things clicking into place. Sounds, sounds lovely. Yeah. Rubik's cubes.
1: I could do this for you. I could just pull apart a gun and put it back together.
0: Yeah. Well, I was thinking, actually, I was thinking about your shed at work. Is that what you call it? A shed?
1: It's a workshop. It's a
0: workshop, sorry. People
1: have sheds at home. Mm-hmm, People mm-hmm. who are professionals have workshops, yeah, Jenny.
0: Yeah, it, it's huge and it's got everything in it.
1: Every tool you can imagine.
0: It's got so much scope for unintentional ASMR. Should we do one there? Yeah, I reckon uh, we'll, we'll go and forage around and we'll, we'll make a video for the gram. Sounds great. Because you've always got little animals coming in watching what you're doing as well, so I reckon it's it's affecting them.
1: Well, we have pet magpies that come onto our laps you've and got, sing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you've got rats.
1: We have pet rats.
0: There's three different kinds of rats, isn't there?
1: Yeah, they're actually cohabitating. There's yeah. um, the common rat, and then there's the bush rat. It's got a real name, I can't remember. It. Like
0: th- and then another rat.
1: And then a random rat. I think it's a <laughs> hybrid of both of them.
0: <laughs> That's but they actually get on. It's bizarre. Because it- it's the soothing nature of your, your workshop.
1: Yeah, we've got we've got them all mesmerised with ASMR tools.
0: Mm. All right, so people can head to our Instagram, which is Spirit Levels Podcast, and see what you've cobbled together. Sounds great. In the meantime, here's a snippet of a favourite of mine. It's a role play eye test from a real life optometrist called Stephen, who lives in Birmingham, England. My extended family are all from Birmingham, so this resonates with me. His channel is called SRP. ASMR. And this particular video has had 4.1 million views on YouTube, by the way.
2: Hello there. Welcome to the clinic. I'm your optometrist today. I'm going to carry out a thorough investigation following your referral from your doctor at your recent cranial nerve examination. So I have the referral here in front of me. So... Uh, There was a concern during ophthalmoscopy, your left eye. The doctor thought there may have been some signs of glaucoma. And that's up to me to have a little look and carry out a detailed examination. Before I can begin the tests, I have to just ask you a few questions just to cover a few bases.
0: Not everyone gets ASMR. ASMR. It can't be hereditary, for instance, because I took my brother, Rupert, to the Design Museum in London a couple of years back to an ASMR exhibition called Weird Sensation Feels Good. It had things like an animated artificial tongue, which had saliva dripping from it, big pillowy structures to sit on, videos of Bob Ross doing the joy of painting. That's another example of unintentional ASMR and various interactive sculptures that were designed to give you tingles. Rupert was quite vocally creeped out.
2: Most of it I remember was really uncomfortable and just made me want to scratch. I think the only thing I remember that was any good actually was helpful was listening to Bjork's voice, which
3: was very nice.
0: I was talking about a 1988 video they included of the singer Bjork taking apart a TV set and gently explaining her very philosophical findings. The term autonomous sensory meridian response was coined in 2010 by Jennifer Allen on a forum called steadyhealth.com where there was this conversation called Weird Sensation Feels Good. Yes, that's where the Design Museum exhibition actually took its name from. Jennifer then started the first Facebook group dedicated to ASMR and it just took off. There are loads of apps, for instance, and some of them, they've got soundtracks for you to play others are actually for asmr artists to use these sound effects here's one called asmr whisper and tingle calm app which has a big lipstick mouth on the cover and here are some of the sound effects you can use okay here's aluminium foil balloons That's actually really traumatic if you're afraid of balloons like I am. Bath foam. And beer foam. Sorry, I got a bit carried away there. There are thought to be five types of ASMRs, not just auditory. There's also visual, so if you have ever seen things like the very methodical cutting of foam in an Instagram video, for instance, that would be like a visual form of ASMR. There's tactile, there's cognitive stimuli, and olfactory. On that last one, if I sniff whiskey, I get a pylorective response, otherwise known as goosebumps. There are even real life experiences you can have, immersive experiences, such as in South Sea in the UK, there's the ASMR Life Lounge, which a beautician started in her clinic. And there you can have treatments like Radiance, which focuses on hair, neck and shoulders. So for 45 quid for one hour, you get gentle, tingle-inducing hair attention, including hair brushing, utilizing a variety of brushes, gentle hair play incorporating hair accessories, and a handheld head massager for spine-tingling pleasure. All that is set to spa music, which will accompany your relaxation, along with ASMR sounds, which can be catered to your specific triggers. What I find really interesting is ASMR's overlap with healing and self-care. A lot of practitioners are making hand movements that you'd normally see in light work and Reiki, And you can see these videos are often aimed at exhausted Gen Z's. Like Sarah Lavender, one of my favorites, she does lots of videos where you're her friend and you're trying to sleep and she's using things like crystals and candles just to help you along. And people in the comment sections on YouTube, they credit ASMR with helping them with things like insomnia, anxiety and depression. I've got mixed feelings about the notion of healing. I mean, we've got a whole episode coming up on that. But I also know these videos do have a really soothing effect on me. And maybe they could be useful to Frank as well, actually. Hey, Frank.
1: Yeah.
0: I finished editing that last section. Great. What have you been doing, Frank?
1: Um, I've just been to the emergency ward of the hospital.
0: Oh, Why?
1: Because I have suspected broken ribs.
0: How did you do it?
1: I fell off a ladder at work.
0: How did you do it?
1: I slipped over at Ecstatic Dance.
0: <laughs> and I missed it because my eyes were shut.
1: It happened within point one of a second. It was a wet floor, we were in bare feet, it was hot, people were spraying each other with water, and I literally went from standing to hitting the floor, and I don't know what happened. It was Um, like someone kicked my legs from under me. Did they? Well, yeah, I suspect that's what's happened.
0: (laughs) Some crazy dance move.
1: But, I did. yeah, they did the x-ray. There's nothing conclusive, but they think they might be cracked. And that was four days ago, and I haven't been able to sleep or work properly.
0: Well, I've got something that might help. What's that? I've got an interview with the one and only Ray Moon, Whose ASMR channel is one of my favorites and it combines ASMR with Reiki healing. I reckon maybe her healing vibes could be really good for you right now.
1: Okay, I can't wait. I need something. I need a lot of pain.
0: (laughs) Also, I've got some paracetamol.
1: I think I need more than that. What
2: else you got?
3: I went through a period of time that I could not sleep and I would lay in bed at night, try not to wake up my husband and I would scroll through Instagram and I, I found sand cutting videos where they're just cutting sand and frozen paint videos where they freeze paint into objects and then they cut it up and it was so relaxing to me. So I noticed a hashtag ASMR and so I started searching the hashtag ASMR. And then I found people that did hauls and did try on and makeup and things like that. And so I was telling my children about it. And my son said, mom, just last night, I watched a documentary about ASMR. And he says, there's people on YouTube that whisper. And I was like, what? (laughs) And so I immediately went to YouTube and I've been a fan ever since then. I've always experienced ASMR. So it was really cool to find the name for it. You know, when I was little in in the classrooms, if my teacher would read to us in a very quiet voice and it was cozy and calm and relaxing, I would experience ASMR. And even I remember as a college student, I had a professor that was just very soft spoken and just very relaxing. I didn't know what to call it. Yeah, and in fact, I've seen a few mock-ups of college
0: professors on ASMR channels, you know, very studiously telling you about astronomy or something like that.
3: When did you start your YouTube channel, Ray? In April, it'll be five years ago. My very first video was a makeup video. Did you very mindfully
0: study the craft? Did you go on any forums and see, okay, what equipment do I need?
3: I didn't really. I started with just my phone, my iPhone. And before I started the YouTube channel, I did watch, there's other ASMR artists that make videos telling you how to start your own ASMR channel. And I watched a couple of those. I didn't even have a microphone when I first started.
0: And was there one that really kind of took off and that's what catapulted you? Or was it a steady build across all your videos?
3: It's been a steady build. Just this past summer, I've had a video that did very well. And, um... Which has really helped me it's the the lady on the plane does your makeup seen that one (laughs) (laughs) that one has done very well just really took off and i love that that's it's been so much fun that's a funny one that one because when i
0: saw the title before i started watching it i was thinking isn't it everyone's nightmare that the person next to them on the plane starts talking to them? But then it, it's done so beautifully, you're like, oh, yes, I do want this complete stranger to do my makeup and ask me where I'm going. <laughs> Actually, let's give everyone a taster. Hi. No, the seat's open. Go ahead, have a seat. Ray is wearing jangly bangles. She's reading a book. And you can hear her move the bookmark down the page to guide her eyes to the line she's reading. The cabin crew apparently come along with a trolley because Ray orders a Diet Coke, one of those mini cans. Thank
3: you so much.
0: And she taps her long fingernails against it. Her nails are alternating shades of blue.
3: I just love these little cans. They're so cute.
0: You must be looking over because Ray smiles. You get chatting. She tells you what book she's reading. It's Enough Already, an autobiography by Valerie Bertinelli.
3: She married Eddie Van Halen. Do you know who he is? Yes, from the band Van Halen, which I loved.
0: Ray finds out through some exposition that you're about to meet your partner's parents for the first time and you wish your makeup wasn't in your checked baggage. It just so happens that Ray's got her makeup on her.
3: Would you like me to help you? <laughs> okay,
0: good. Well, let me, let me get it. let me get this out. And so, out come the brushes. And by the time you get there, you're all set.
3: <laughs> you know, I got that idea from the news. A lady sat next to a makeup artist and the makeup artist did her makeup it was just two complete strangers and that's where I got the idea from and I've seen ones where you've done the makeup for
0: someone you know going to was it was it a prize or some kind of yeah. event as well and I mean reading between the lines I kind of assume that you're doing that for people who maybe aren't as accepted as they'd like to be from their family and you're almost like
3: a kind of stand-in there Yes, I am. The, the way I got the idea for that was really was from my makeup videos. People would ask me to not use the pronouns she and him to use they and them, because then everyone was included. And I thought. That's that's so exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to in my little corner of the Internet, I wanted everyone to feel welcome. I want everyone to come and feel accepted. And so that's what I started doing. And um. It's 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 been so rewarding because there's so many people who say, you know, this has really helped me. I feel you know, I feel better now. I feel like I am accepted. And I love that.
0: Yeah, that's great. And obviously, because it's YouTube, you've got the comments. So people would be telling you there what this is doing for them. You can probably gauge a little bit about who your audience
3: is. What kind of demographic is it? My largest audience is 18 to 34 years old. And um, it's my channel, everyone's channel is different, but my channel is 88% women. So it's mostly women that watch my channel. People watch it for so many different reasons. Um, I think that the reason I watch it is to help me fall asleep and is to relax. Some people have had a really bad day or they're in a very bad situation in their life right now and they come to just for it to go away, you know, for why they're watching that video, they're not in their real life right then. They're not having to think about the real situations that's going to, you know, when they wake up is going to affect them. It's kind of like when, when I was a teacher, I would always, because when you teach young children, you know, you can't go in with your problems. You have to, you have to forget about your problems. And I would always really if I had something that was really weighing on me, I would picture myself just leaving the, my problems at the door. I go into the school building, and that, and then I picked them back up on my way out. <laughs> you know, that's what, um, and that's what I think that people do when they watch ASMR.
0: Does it cross over into an, an idea of healing for you? Like I've seen, you've
3: used the word Reiki on some videos. Do you actually practice Reiki? I do practice Reiki. Um, I just, I knew what Reiki was, you know, I had heard of it and I kind of had just had a general, very general knowledge of it. And so when I started watching ASMR, I found Reiki, ASMR Reiki videos. And um, I decided I wanted to do Reiki ASMR videos, but I wanted them to be real. So I started taking classes and became a Reiki practitioner. I really love the way it's almost like a Venn diagram and it does
0: cross over into into healing you know whether people sort of actively believe in that or not it's got that healing effects on people
3: yes reiki promotes healing for the whole mind body emotions and um, it promotes relaxation and reduces stress and that's exactly what asmr does as well you know it really helps people in so many different ways I actually feel much calmer just talking to you and you're not even using your ASMR voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, who
1: are your go-to artists that you'll watch?
3: Um, I, I love all the ASMR artists. It's, it's, you know, I, the big ones like Maria, Jenna whisperer. She's been around for a long time. She's considered the OG and she's, you know, she's very young, she's much younger than me, <laughs> but um, she's really good. But sometimes you find the best ones in the smaller channels you know I really like the um the they call them lo-fi where they don't have the exact you know really nice microphones and wonderful cameras and things like that
1: you're finding the gold amongst it all yeah
3: (laughs) and not to get too personal is it something that you could make a living from asmr Um, I'm sure that it's nothing you'd want to quit your day job for, (laughs) but, um, the bigger channels, you know, people who have, you know, over a million subscribers, I'm sure they make a very nice living. Mm. It's your views, how many views your videos get. When you decided to start doing it, did you tell people what you were doing? I did not. And I do not (laughs) now because so many people do not understand it. I told my my entire immediate family, my husband, my children, my grandchildren. Um my my extended family like my my mom and my siblings, my nieces and nephews, I did not tell them. Um just because I didn't know if they would understand, you know, what it was and and what it meant and um it was funny my brother called me whispered and saying, "Hey, right now." <laughs> He says, "I found you on the internet, and he did all this." And like, why is he whispering to me? And then I finally got it. He goes, "I thought something was wrong with you," and then he says, "Then I understand now. You're helping people, so you know that people find you on YouTube, even if you don't want them to." <laughs> Frank, did you did you ever experience ASMR? You know, with the tingles in your head that go down your it'll go down your your head.
2: No,
1: no, I was a daydreamer at school, so the whispering quiet teacher. I was completely ignoring her. I was in my head. (laughs) (laughs) You said that 88% are women. Do you think that's across the board throughout ASMR?
3: I don't think so. I think different channels have different, I think because I'm older, more women are attracted to me to watching my channel in terms of um, just maybe being relaxed from a mom or a grandmother, you know, and I do, I do have Men that watch me, then they leave comments, but, you know, not as many at all. There's so many genres in ASMR. You know, there's fast and aggressive, there's soft-spoken. I think my pull is being nurturing. It just creates
0: that sense of intimacy for people who might be experiencing loneliness. So even if they're not getting tingles or whatever it is, it's almost like a counseling session or, as you say, Reiki.
3: Yeah, it's, it is true. When I'm making my videos, I, um, I like to, I actually picture someone in front of me, you know, and they don't really have a face or anything. It's just, there's someone there and that I'm talking to them. And so I kind of picture that person has had a very bad day. Um, you know how you have those days when you're out and you're at work and you're just counting the hours and the minutes until you can go home. You know, I, I picture them kind of having that day and then just helping them to relax and be like, I'm home now. I'm accepted. Any I can do anything here and everything's fine. Everyone loves me. And that's what I've always strived for my, my videos to come across because I did that in my classroom too. I wanted all my kids to be, feel welcomed and accepted. I mean, most of my kids, they were with me longer than they were at home, you know, school days, a long day. And so I, I wanted it to kind of be a second home. And my husband always tells me, he says, being a teacher has made you be a good ASM artist. And I, I always thought that was funny, but I see I see what has helped me is I I strive in my channel to feel calm calmness and being welcomed and just to feel like they belong there I started that in my classroom because children learn better when they feel comfortable and accepted
1: it must be a very satisfying job
3: I actually love it it's there's not many jobs you can you know you can uh, be a hairstylist um, and one day one day you can be a fairy (laughs) I mean it's a it's a lot of fun
0: does your husband give you feedback? Is he a sounding board of,
3: of sorts? Oh, definitely. He really helps me. He edits most of my videos for me. And um, he he doesn't experience ASMR either. But he does say, this is going to be a good one. I almost fell asleep while I was editing. <laughs> oh,
0: how good was Ray?
1: She was great. She was really nurturing. I would let her do my makeup.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm, I'd let her do your makeup too.
1: Mm. Okay, the moment's arrived. I'm going to be doing your personalised ASMR. It's got some of your favourite things in it. It's got laundry. Um, it's got hankies. And it's got your favourite Australian actor apart from me, Ben Mendelsohn. <whistles> um, and I'm going to kind of be doing him along the animal... Kingdom Lines. I know that's your favourite film, Australian film of his.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait for this.
2: Here we go. Hi everyone. This is um this is Ben. We're just gonna go down to the laundrette and just clean up things a bit. So first thing we do is we're gonna get our bag and we're gonna separate the colours, get all the whites, and then we're gonna get. Out all the dirty underwear and all the socks and separate them. Now, first thing we've got to do is get some gold coins for the machine. Now, there's a gentleman over here that looks like he might be able to help us out a bit. Excuse me, sir, would you be able to have change for like a $10 note? I just need some gold coins. Oh, great. I don't have the $10 on me at the moment, but I'll, t- I'll be back tomorrow. I come here every day so. Thank you so much. So now we've got the gold coins and so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to get some soap powder. So we're going to pop the coins in here in the dispenser and get just maybe a $2 worth of soap powder. I think that'll be enough for this load. Now we're just going to place all the the whites in this machine and then we're going to place all the colours and the dirty socks and undies in this machine and now we're just going to the cycle it's four dollars each for these machines so i think it's quite expensive for this establishment and now we have to separate the, the cottons and the silks and the linens because they're going to be going into the dryer and the dryer is not G.P. So that's another two dollars for the dryer now we're just going to put this on a mild heat setting and leave this for 30 minutes and now it's time to fold the clothes And the first thing I always fold is the handkerchiefs. They're always the easiest things to fold first. And then I will fold the the underpants and then I always roll the socks up into balls and pop them in the bag. So thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of Laundriette or Laundrette. And thanks everyone so much for joining me uh, in this episode of Ben's Laundry at Laundry
0: You've been listening to Spirit Levels, a weekly show with Jenny Valentine and Frank McGree. Subscribe to hear our show every Tuesday, and we'd love to see you on Instagram. We're Spirit Levels Podcast and TikTok, where we're spirit levels. See you next week.